You're listening to Cortez Community Radio, CKTZ 89.5 FM. I'm Dee Clark, and this is Cortez Currents, which you can also access in text form at cortezcurrents.ca. In January of this year, Forest Management Corporation Mosaic publicly announced its intention to resume logging on Cortez Island. Mosaic invited islanders to an online presentation explaining their three-year plan. Some of those who attended found cause for concern in the company's presentation and convened a series of meetings to discuss options for a community response. At one of these meetings, longtime resident Mike Moore presented a brief history of forestry on Cortez Island. Currents published this concise timeline, and I then asked Mike for some more historical information. Mike has responded with a brief history of forest activism on Cortez from the 1990s to the present day. So here's Mike with some more local history. Cortez Islanders are very aware that we live upon an island The land base has a very defined perimeter with the ocean, but the way the land wraps around and encloses the island's many harbors and bays means that the land has a very intimate and close connection with the ocean. We know that the land, lakes, creeks, and ocean are all interrelated. Standing on a Cortez beach allows one to see a bigger perspective picture of what is happening on the lands around us. From Smelt Bay, we could witness the clear cuts sprawling across the mountainsides on Vancouver Island. From either side of Sudal Point, we could see the pulp mills in Campbell River and Powell River belching steam and smoke into the sky. But being a community that harvests both wild and farms shellfish, we also knew that those pulp mills were polluting the ocean and threatening our livelihoods. Reach for Unbleached, a campaign to promote the use of unbleached paper products, began in 1991 right here on Cortez Island after dioxin contamination from pulp mills using chlorine compounds closed many shellfish beds on the B.C. coast. Alongside this campaign, the Friends of Cortez Island were instrumental in publishing the Watershed Sentinel, with the first issue going out in January 1991. This magazine continues to this day as an independent eye reporting on environmental issues affecting us locally and globally. As the editorial from the first issue explains, We all live in a watershed. We all live in a series of watershed nesting inside one another like Chinese boxes. Water runs from the land and road beside my house into the ditch, which drains into the creek, which tumbles its way into the sea. When we each look after our watersheds, the earth will look after herself and us. Of course, this all happened at the same time as the Squirrel Cove protest and blockade against Macmillan and Bloedel. Cortez Islanders felt under siege by corporate forestry giants at land and at sea. But with imagination and passion, 
This community was ready to resist corporate profiteering from our natural environment. In the mid-2000s, forestry parcels began to be sold off to Jippo loggers. As the Bartholomew Road cut blocks were being cleared, the logger attempted to get approval to subdivide, but the community pushed back against log and talk tactics. Through public meetings and a petition, the community was able to block the rezoning of these lands so that they would stay as zoned as forestry and not be subdivided into residential lots. My memory of the time was that we would rather look at clear cuts that will eventually grow back with time than to see the land divided up into little lots and being lost to the forestry economic land base and making huge profits for the developers. By not allowing those lands to be rezoned, the community set a clear precedence and message that loggers would be forced to pay taxes, however low forestry land taxes are, on those unproductive clear-cut lands or sell it as F1 forestry land at a much lower profit than residential lots would yield. There certainly is an appetite within the community for more housing opportunities on the island, especially for low-cost housing, but potential loggers and developers of forestry lands need to consult with the community first before any cutting begins. This is in contrast with the proposal made by Cortez community members for the Siskin Lane and Eco Initiative lands. These local developers presented the community with a plan and asked for public input and then went through the rezoning process to take the lands out of F1 forestry before any cutting or development was done. Both properties to varying degrees provide both higher and lower cost islander friendly options for purchase as well as trails designated for public use. At the same time these developments were going on, Hanks Beach, which has high community recreational value, had been sold off as forestry land to a private buyer who was going to build on it and deny community access. The Renewal Land Company, who was also developing Siskin Lane lands, was able to purchase the Hanks Beach lands off of the private owner and then Renewal gifted the lands back to the Cortez Island community. It is now operated as a regional park. In August 2013, the Minister of Forests, Lands and Natural Resources finally issued a community forest agreement for approximately 3,869 hectares of Cortez Crown land to the Cortez Forestry General Partnership. The negotiations for this agreement had been in process since the summer of 1999 when the Cortez Eco-Forestry Society and Clahoos First Nation signed a memorandum of understanding to work together to create an ecologically managed community forest encompassing two-thirds of the island. Now that the forest lands are in the hands of the community through the forestry partnership, we have had to continually evolve our logging practices to satisfy the needs of being economically viable, to practice forestry within the parameters of eco-forestry management and community acceptance, and to satisfy the Ministry of Forests' demands that we log the annual allowable cut volume 
which the ministry sets, but is way too high and goes against eco-forestry guidelines and community wishes. Our forestry partnership provides local jobs, supplies the island mills with logs, and provides firewood cutting opportunities to islanders while respecting sensitive ecosystems, wildlife corridors, climate change, and human recreation and cultural use. Mosaic, on the other hand, is proposing logging far in excess of what is ecologically suitable. They're talking about taking 60 to 80% of the annual growth as predicted by their most optimistic estimates of their most productive lands, and they're going to do that annually for the next three years at least. Very few jobs will be created for islanders, and most of the logs will leave the island. In some ways, Cortez Islanders have a strong... As Island Timberlands returns to Cortez under the new Mosaic brand, Cortez Currents will continue to cover the story. Visit us at cortezcurrents.ca for updates. Just a reminder, the views and opinions heard on this program are not endorsed by Cortez Community Radio, its board, its staff, its membership, or any granting agency, but are those of the writer, producer, and guests. And as always, thanks for listening.